0: And I'll tell you, I'm a senior. I'm a successful, energetic, no nonsense, inspiring, outrageous rebel looking for her next adventure.
1: Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast. It's season four, and here we are still reimagining, rethinking, and redefining what it means to be in midlife and what's possible as we age. We are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. I created this podcast to give you inspiration and let you know you're not alone in feeling stuck in midlife. Both men and women are welcome here, but if you are a woman, I also invite you to join the Age Agitators Club for Women, where we come together monthly to hatch our plans for making waves as we age. Being part of this community for women will remind you on a regular basis that you're not too old, and it's never too late to do that thing you've been thinking about. You can find more information at latebloomerliving.com forward slash community, and I hope to see you there. I am so excited to bring this week's guest to you. Her name is Barbara Ellison. I met her in Clubhouse. I know I meet a lot of people in Clubhouse, don't I? But Barbara came into our room one day and just blew me away. She is a speaker. She's an author. She's a show host. She's a certified personality trainer, a certified dream coach, which I totally want to ask her about a life trainer and founder of The Wellness Playroom. She is on a mission, and I love this mission. Are you ready? She's on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception. Isn't that awesome? And she's committed to working with those who are feeling lost or unfulfilled or questioning their identity outside of their job title or their job description to help them discover purpose, passion, and drive to take them into an active, healthy, and abundant retirement. Barbara, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so excited to have you. And thank you so much for having
0: me. Little did I know that that day that I I mean it was an accident that I went into clubhouse and but there you were and I truly believe that God makes us helps us to
1: meet the people that we're supposed to meet and and now here we are I know you <laughs> so followed an impulse and boom me. there it was and since was then there. we've connected how many times it's crazy Oh yeah
0: so many times so many times yeah you were part of my gratitude summit and uh, I had you on my show and so,
1: so- yeah. You have okay so let me go get right into it. How old are you? Do you, if you you don't mind me asking, right? I am 73. You are 73. You have how many podcasts? 3. <laughs> 3. I love it. Oh my gosh. 3 and that's just part of what you're doing, right? Yeah. Can Oh man, where do I start, Barbara? When you came into Clubhouse, I don't know how we got onto this conversation, but what you shared was really powerful. And part of that was that you had been a caretaker for your husband yeah. when he was dying. And yeah. then you were widowed. Yeah. And a lot of what's happening now has happened since then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you say because of? Can you talk a little bit to that?
0: absolutely um when i when i got to the point where i realized that i was going to lose my husband um you know because i took care of him for two years and that was just really really hard very devastating and yet there were moments of joy in there surprisingly because he would hallucinate things and he had a, a choir that was singing to him and we were like oh we don't see anybody so there were little moments of funniness and things like that and he had a tumor he he had cancer and one of the tumors went into the orbit of his eye and went into his brain so he went from being this wonderful vibrant worship leader to being just like instant dementia and that's when he started hallucinating and all that and so every once in a while he would be like oh and i would say oh there's David. And then he'd be gone again.
1: Yeah. So I'm that kind was of our... experiencing the same thing with my dad right now. He has dementia and yeah. it's such a crazy, it's not the, because of cancer, but it, it's been yes. a slow onset and he's, yeah. ev- there are funny moments with him are and you? there are, and then there are those little glimpses of, Oh, oh there he is. You there know? he is. And you see it. And like, I dealt with that with my mom because she
0: had dementia, little did I know. I wish I had known then what I know now that so much of dementia they're now proving is part of it. They're calling it diabetes three. It's related to nutrients. And so now that I'm, I'm a brand partner for a wellness company and it has been amazing to see the difference in people that they're like, oh, they're cognitive. If you can get it fast enough. You, you're get back your cognitive. But while I was taking care of him, I still had him to comfort me, sort of, while I was losing him. But then once he was gone, that was still, yikes! now what? Here's me, 61 years old. And when I woke up, and then I you know, went into the widow's fog, which I didn't think I would have and didn't realize I had until the day I woke up from it. What Little did I know. the widow's
1: fog? Can you talk about it's that? It's like you are just
0: clouded brain. Like the only thing I really remember about the first year after David died was the fact that I binged watched all 10 years of Frasier. Wow. That's the only thing I really remember doing. I know I did things. I, you know, made dinner. I fed myself. I went out for dinner. I did all, I did the things that I normally do, but I don't really remember them until the day I woke up. And yet I can tell you exactly where I was sitting in my house when I woke up. However, on in that throes of in a space of probably 10 or 15 minutes, I woke up and went, okay, Barbara, David's died. You have not. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? Mm. Yvonne, it was the scariest moment of my life because I realized in that moment that I had no idea who I was mm. outside of all the labels that I had put on myself or society put on myself of being a daughter and then being a wife and then being a mother and then being a divorced failure. Mm. Oh, and then I was single again. And well, then I got married again. And then I was, a, then I, so I was a successful wife again. And then I was a grandmother a business owner, and now I'm a widow. Who am I in all of that? Mm. And I had no idea. Then what was the blessing to me was that I realized, number one, I realized I couldn't do it on my own. I need help. What am I going to do? I need help and luckily was introduced to a a coaching program called the ultimate game of life met another friend of mine who has since passed away but uh she was also a widow Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: we had these absolutely amazing conversations plus she was a business coach so it was like oh this was a match made in heaven she lived in florida i lived here in chicago but we had great synergy, and we helped each other um because and we talked about how our husbands died. mine I took care of for two years. Her husband dropped dead in front of her
1: oh. But, and, so, and how- it's like, it's all awful, right? Like it's, sometimes they wonder what's easier, what's harder, it, who knows, right? right? Well, that's oh.
0: what the conversations were about. That's what we had wonderful conversations just about grief because we were both still grieving and, yeah. but then it was like, okay, let's, let's get together. And that's when we started our first podcast. Well, I started my first podcast with her. She oh. said, let's talk to people about getting over stuff. you you don't have have to suffer alone and we called it the everyday riches show and just finding it finding the riches in the everyday because there are there are moments of hilarity even when we were you know taking care of our husbands and when her husband died you know it was like we had all those things well now that just kind of mushroomed into other things and so now I have the time to shine happiness show And that's on E360 TV. And uh, so it has just been a blessing to be able to help people and to give them options. Because, you know, one of my favorite sayings is that you you have no idea. You don't know what you don't know until someone else tells you something that you don't know.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And once and people and, it, speak, and it registers, right? It's and, like and somebody when, can tell they, you, and you, sometimes you still aren't even ready to and you're, hear you're it. You're not ready to hear. Ready it. To hear.
0: <laughs> but when something lands, I that's what I and and that's one of the. People ask me why I'm a coach because now, because because of my journey, I now realize that that's my calling is to coach other people. But now I deal with late career business owners that are in the same boat that I was. They have no idea of who they are, but they're equating they're identifying with their job description or their job title, and now they're facing retirement. And now they're one. the, The thoughts that are going through their head are ooh. What if I'm not relevant anymore? Or what if I'm not respected anymore? Or, ooh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to go be at home, you know? And what am I going to do? And all of those feelings of being in for in, you know, having just they don't know. It's that big that uh, that fear of the unknown. They yeah. don't know
1: who the labels they are we put on ourselves make a big difference, don't labels. they? I exactly. I had that same experience only a little bit earlier because I I was an actress uh-huh. until I became a mom. And right. then I thought I'd go back, I, I took some time off, Um, thought I'd get back to it. And I started auditioning again and I realized that I was well and truly done, but it was all I had ever wanted to do or be. Right. And I had put every bit of my life energy towards that career. And so then That's when sweet. I was done, It took me five years to find the camera and become a photographer that, that, and that was a long journey of, well, who am I? If I'm not, if I'm not Yvonne, you know, pursuing a theater degree or, I mean, a a theater career, then who and what am I? I? So yeah. Wow. wow. Exactly. And that's exactly
0: what's happening. And the tragedy of it though, is that so many people, especially men, I'm not Mm. picking on you guys, but especially men, they're not talking about it. So what happens is statistically, if they don't make the transition from the working corporate structure to the retirement, if they don't make that transition, chances are within 18 to 24 months, they will not be here anymore.
1: Yeah, the whole idea will... of retirement is like this, it's like this negative space, right? And remember the first time I I came across that concept, I was right. oh, right. If you mm-hmm. ask somebody what they do and they say, I'm retired. Yes. That's like a whole lot of nothingness, right? right. Like well, that's not your idea. That's not who you are. You're not, right. you're not retired. You're a person still, you're mm-hmm. right. Well, that's where the, that's where the two, there's two sides of retirement.
0: The, the the two the two two aspects of it that people lots of times fall into they you will find the ones that are just so excited they can't wait to do X Y Z oh I can't wait to be retired and they have my father was one of those he had he knew what he was going to be doing he just he had it all and he lived to be a hundred and two I only lost my dad like five years ago them wow. to be 102 his friend Mo didn't have that drive he was on the other side of it like oh who am I what am I gonna do what if nobody likes me anymore what if I can't handle it all of the negative feelings that come of not being oh how am I gonna handle not having a structure all of those things and, and it's different for everybody well, he didn't make the transition. I think
1: especially, for, months, men, especially for men, because career is at, so associated with what they, it, it, in they the do. old model, right, of of men model. as the breadwinners and exactly. all that, that exactly. is their identity. And yep. then when that, how do you introduce yourself when you've been introducing yourself for 40 as, years as the blah, blah, blah of blah, blah, blah. And, and exactly. there's some, there's some... Uh, there, what's the word I'm looking for? There's angst, it's just deep seated angst. There's value that comes from being able to associate yourself with a certain company or a certain title, or and when that's gone, what's left?
0: What's left? And if they don't make the transition, and there are studies have shown now that if they don't make the transition, they fall into drugs, alcohol, Hmm. or death.
1: Wow. And Drugs it, is surprising to me. I mean, alcohol, i could I could see that as one like... of
0: the one of the things. well, lots of, sometimes it's because has they're as they're facing this, they're getting older. Their body is so they get into like their joints are hurting because if they're not if they're not building up their immune system, mm-hmm. they're falling into ill ill health. they've gained they've gained weight. The stress is up the yin-yang, so they're on medication for stress. Like that's why I'm a proponent of the nutritional alternatives we do not mm-hmm. need to be taking drugs however that's what happens so that so now their their knees hurt their ankles hurt so now they're on pain meds well guess what's it's really easy to abuse mm-hmm. is pain meds yeah I get you I get that so it's it's and it's that it's what they're not talking about that's the big gap like one of the things that uh, like kind of a little analogies on this side we have retirement. On this side, we have either corporate structure, they're working, and it's not necessarily corporate, but it's business owners, leaders, whoever. But right here is the gap. Mm-hmm. And right now nobody's either to, they're either they're not talking about the gap because they're not talking about how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. They don't want to face it. They don't want to ask for help. They don't want to admit that they need to talk to somebody. Heaven forbid they. Talk to somebody. Well, that's where I fit in. Come talk. Do you talk work to me.
1: with men and women? Oh yeah.
0: yeah, and I I tend to work mostly with men because they can identify with my story. That was the scariest moment of my life when I had no idea of who I was outside of all the labels that I had put on myself.
1: It can it doesn't go back make a difference, to that, Barbara. Because before we hit the record button, you were talking about those labels and and the and we were talking a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and how that was not acceptable in the way you were raised can you can you speak to that a little bit
0: absolutely um my uncle was absolutely an entrepreneur well i came from a very conservative you know you go to school you get a career you spend you stay you stay for 35 years you know that kind of stuff and so, and that was how it was. And women don't build businesses. Women are wives and mothers. Mm-hmm. Women women are not business owners. And let, let me age myself there a little bit. But yeah, and I was, and I'm, plus I'm Canadian. So I was brought up kind of much more conservative, Victorian type, English background family that you just picked yourself up and you went on and you didn't rock the boat. And, and I don't blame my parents. That's how they were brought up. Mm-hmm. So there's me came along, I was the third of four girls, and I was the different one. And it wasn't anything I could put my finger on. I just never felt like I quite fit with the rest of the family. And it was and when and what how we discovered it was when I became a personality science trainer. And I we I I did a personality assessment which I have as a free gift for anybody that wants it. Mm-hmm. That I realized that, oh, and finally it was my older sister. She says, well, Barbie, you, you were always were slightly different than the rest of us. We knew it, didn't know how to articulate it, mm. didn't think it was a bad thing. But it was In just what
1: way were you different? I, Can you put I was your just, finger on this it?
0: more flamboyant, more outgoing? I would go and talk to people. You know, I was kind of the life of the party kind of thing. And they mm-hmm. relied on that. I could totally and, see that. Yeah, because yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. And yet what would happen, too, is when the because we, we all have two sides. And that's one of the things that I teach my clients is that, hey, you know, there is the law of polarity. There's two sides to every story. There's hot and cold. There's hard and soft. There's black and white. There's, well, this the side of me that was this outgoing. Well, the other side of me was like, I'm not going to talk to another person. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone and let me just be quiet.
1: Yeah, I think I share that with you. I, I, there's the outgoing part. And there's the, outgoing. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's da 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 da, and then. I need to go into my hidey hole I need to hide
0: (laughs) and either way it was so like when I was the outgoing like my uncle it's like oh you are so much like your uncle and that wasn't necessarily a really good thing because he was that entrepreneur type person Mm -hmm. but then when I was my quiet it would be like what's wrong with you so I grew up with that no neither way was right way to win no way to win there was no way to win Exactly. And that's, that was kind of how I grew up, never realizing that, well, that was just the way it
1: was. So then how did you, okay, so you had the widow's fog, you woke up yeah. from that, yeah. and you said, Barbara, let's get to, and did the, um, what, ha- I mean, what happened next? You went and you found yourself went, some help.
0: I, yep. I went. got into the coaching program that coaching program well one day i was in my group coaching program with my girlfriend pat and we were both widows but there were there was like i think in our group there was maybe 10 women mm-hmm. and so we were just having a great time and i and then but at the end it was like we were all ch- chatting and uh and i said oh by the way to my coach his name was phil and i said gee by the way phil i'm not going to be here next week i'm going to montreal he says you're going to montreal why are you going to montreal And i said well i'm canadian i'm going home to visit and he went. Well, he said, "You know what? The other company that I do coaching with—they're uh, having an event in Montreal. Let me send you a free ticket." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a free ticket." Thinking in my mind, "Okay, Phil, I will go. I will listen to it. it's a three-day event. I will go the first session. I will listen, fulfill my duty as Coach E, and then I'll be done." Well, I was absolutely glued to my seat. And by the second day, it was like, this is what I want to do. This is what, and it wasn't even that I want to do it. This is what I need to do. I need to help other people get through the journey, their journey, the same way that I am going through my journey. Mm-hmm. And it was apt and it was called the ultimate game of life. The ultimate was the first one. And then I went to the millionaire mind intensive from there. I just blossomed and I took all their coaching. That's where I got all my certifications from. I became a certified dream coach, became a certified personality science trainer, because it was all about knowing who you are, because that's where my struggle was. I had no idea who I was and I had to find out. So I took all the courses. So now, hey, whatever anybody throws at me. Oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. Uh, yeah, I've been there, done that. You know, and it's just been absolutely amazing because people can come to me and go, gee, this is where I'm at. Great. But where do you want to go?
1: I love your energy, Barbara. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh... and my favorite I have to tell you my
0: favorite question is no matter and it doesn't matter what age like I was one day I was talking to a guy and he was a a young man he was probably in his third late 30s and he we were talking about what he was doing and all that stuff and he was in e-commerce and so then he was saying well Barb what do you do and I said well before I tell you that let me ask you a question and he said sure and I said well you've told me all the things that you're doing you're in e-commerce, and you're doing this, and you're doing that. And uh, I said, "So, who are you within that?"
1: What did he do? Did he freeze like a like a deer dead in the headlights?
0: <laughs> deer in headlights. <laughs> dead silence. But then, which mm-hmm. is the moment that you know that that's landed? He went. That's a really interesting question. Mm. And we went on to have a wonderful session because he realized he's I said, you're in your 30s. If you don't start now, you're going to get to 50 and you're still going to be all about what you do. And so we get so caught up in what we do, what we have, what we accomplish that we never think to stop and think about who we become, who do we want to be? We know what we want to do. We know what we want to have. We know what we want to accomplish, but who do we want to be? Mm -hmm. And once they get that moment, I want to be, and they have an answer for it. It's amazing when they catch it. And that's when he, I knew that he had started the journey.
1: Wow what happened for when you, when you asked yourself that question for the first time mm-hmm. i'm assuming there was a first time you asked yourself that question that was what, that
0: was when i didn't know
1: when when you let me say when you answered that question for the first time for yourself mm-hmm. and that changes right I assume, it, oh, i'm yes. assuming right yes it, um, it, it's going to change a little bit what did it do for you or what what kind of moment was that when you when you felt like you had a glimmer of an answer for the first time.
0: I knew I was a teacher. I knew I wanted to teach people how to live a thriving life because we all deserve to lead happy, healthy, debt-free, abundant lives. We just need vehicles and the mindset to do it. And we're not taught. We're taught to do and to have. We're not taught to how to be, and that's where I start. And I start with finding out have they ever done energy work. You have to know where that that you have a personal energy, and it's a very simple exercise that I do with them. Just let, let, we we need to know that you are a personal, uh, you, that you have personal energy, and once they know that, it's like oh. Well, that energy is what's going to help you move forward. But let's get in touch with what that means for you. And once mm. they start, it's like it's like they open the door. And once there's that one little spark in the light, in the out of the darkness, then they can go as long. as, But they have to be willing. But yeah. once you start, oh, it's a good thing when you start. You get that first little inkling well you you know too your first little inkling then all of a sudden everything else because then it shows you your next step but you have to take the first step
1: yeah so i so we're almost out of time but i, I still want to ask you this question sure. about the dream coaching tell me more <gasps> about that i'm just curious i love that dreams. was that was yeah
0: that was a huge thing for me one of the things so often when like with one of my one of my clients his name was alex and I said, well, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, he was in financial services. I said, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you rather be doing? What would, what do you think you would be doing? Silence, no clue. Mm-hmm. But then he said, well, has a kid. C words so often as mm-hmm. a kid, I always wanted to do this. Well, in my case, as a kid, I wanted to be a teacher. Then took a student teaching, took a, uh, a teaching class and went, I will never, ever on God's green earth ever be a school teacher because it was the structure of my family. And I just was rebelling against the structure of my family, which it was just, yeah, it was, it was done. So then it was like, so I always thought, okay, I'll never be a teacher. But when I became a dream coach, I was exactly, gee, as a kid, I always wanted to be a teacher. What would that look like now? Mm. And that's when the, I'm, that's, I'm a trainer. I'm a trainer with a vision for people's lives that they can't see yet for themselves. But I have a vision for them. Let's go do it. But let's do it one step at a time. To know who you are and then to find freedom from the from the things that are holding you back and then to discover what your purpose is. But then you take those first three things and let's make a difference in the world. Oh, it's awesome. But they have to make the first, they have to get the first thing. Know who you are. And I'll tell you, I'm a senior. I'm a successful, energetic, no-nonsense, inspiring, outrageous rebel looking for her next adventure
1: okay wait 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 wait! you have to do it again you have to do it again I'm a, <laughs> one more time
0: I'm a senior okay successful energetic no nonsense inspiring outrageous rebel looking for her next adventure that's why the picture <laughs> that I sent you was me with my girlfriend's Harley I love it oh, I was
1: wondering I was going to ask you about that that's so that's
0: girlfriend. your gotcha. that's a friend of mine and we ride I love it. And we do charity rides, and she'll just call me, What are you doing? Oh, let's go for a ride. And I always wanted to ride a motorcycle. And so next year, I'm going to get one of my own and learn to ride because I want to drive. Yes, Look ma'am. Us. Find a yes, new ma'am.
1: adventure. Find a new adventure. Find a new adventure. You're speaking my language, lady. Yes, uh. Exactly. Thank you so much for being my guest here. Is there, what are you most excited about that's coming up or how can people find you? Tell, tell us a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got a free gift. Do the personality science, Uh, do the personality. It is just amazing because one of the things that helps you to do is to quit beating yourself up for the things that you're not and really celebrate the things that you are. Because so often we do that.
1: Say, Say that again.
0: Quit beating yourself up for the things that you're not. Celebrate the things that you are. And that was one of the first things that I learned to do for me.
1: That is gold right there. Ah, uh, uh, that is that is exactly what I'm trying to learn right now, Barbara, is how to stop beating myself up and celebrate yeah. myself for who I am. Quit. That- quit
0: comparing yourself to somebody else you are absolutely the most unique you have unique fingerprints your ears are new are unique your nose nostrils are unique every hair on your head is unique to you the palm of your hand not one person has another palm like yours you are unique start believing it and then take the steps to make it real for you, more real. Absolutely.
1: absolutely, absolutely. Oh my goodness, thank you. I will have a link in the show notes for that personality assessment absolutely. for anybody who, if you're driving right now, just uh, you know, I'll, I'll have all that at the end of the show for you. Mm-hmm. And um, how? Can and if anybody wants to talk you? to me,
0: if it, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, I'm the midlife mentor. The midlife Uh, mentor, is that how people find you? Barbara Barbara Ellison. Barbara Ellison, midlife mentor on LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, So yeah, reach out to me, send me a message. I love to chat with people.
1: Well, I'm so glad that you came and chatted with us in Clubhouse that morning. It was
0: awesome.
1: I love counting you in in my group of friends now. Thank you. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Well, there you have it. Oh, my goodness, Barbara. What a powerhouse she is. I think what I really love about her is this unstoppableness that comes with it. I mean, from being in a widow's fog to what she's doing now, that is just incredible to me. And it's just an example of, of like... You know, going from sitting on your couch and watching reruns of Frasier to doing what she's doing at her age right now, in, and with such energy and enthusiasm and mission and drive—wow, oh, wow, wow, wow! wow. Uh, so, my big takeaway from this whole thing is: find a new adventure. What's your next adventure? I can't wait for you to figure that out. And if you do, you know, if something comes up for you, please let me know. Please let me know if you're up to a new adventure. I'd love to hear about it. Oh my goodness, we're almost at the end of 2023, my friend. How did that happen? (laughs) So crazy. I'm excited for the coming year. Um, Yeah, making plans. I'm ready for a new adventure. I am ready, are you? Okay. Before I go, I want to do a shameless plug for my book. It's ready. It's out in the world. It's available on Amazon. It's called In Full Bloom, A Guide to Aging Playfully. I call it the little book that could because it is a little book with big impact. It's got big ideas about how to live playfully at any age, really. And yeah go get yourself a copy get some get one for somebody else and if you have already picked up a copy and you and you left me a review thank you thank you thank you if you haven't left a review yet please just pop on over into amazon and leave a review there that'll help other people to find this book and it really is important to me that people start to embrace this idea of aging playfully people talk about aging gracefully people talk about aging well and 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 those phrases just don't resonate with me because how do you define what's aging well? Wh- how do you judge that? But aging playfully, I think we can all do that. And if we do, what's possible from there? What new adventure might we get out on and embark on? All right, that's it for now. I hope you have a great week. Stay safe and well and talk soon. Bye-bye.